It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is our full-time guest host, Lanny McCool. <laughs> After complaining that he always it always sounded like I was uh, getting ready to, to leave him off the show. But Lanny, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. We we I was so excited to be uh, announced as a full time member that we actually had to start the the podcast <laughs> over because I you know totally screwed up and hit mute and got a little too excited about my uh, full inclusion in this podcast. Yeah, but, you're a permanent member uh, now. You know, look, yeah, well, uh, this I, I picked the worst time of the year to become a permanent <laughs> member because now we've got very very little football to talk about. But uh, you know, thank goodness that the uh, the football gods provided something for us to uh, talk about, even if it's you know terrible. Well, here's terrible. the thing: I had a really good show lined up for us today. I was working on it on Friday afternoon, and then there was a bombshell dropped by the NFL league office that Dallas defensive tackle David Irving is going to be suspended for the first four games of the season for violating the league's substance abuse policy. Uh, it's his second career suspension as he was suspended for the first four games last season for failing a PED test. Uh, there's been a few different reports out there as to what happened with Irving, but from what I've gathered, uh, he missed at least one uh, drug test and he failed a couple others, and that triggered the four-game suspension. Uh, it should be noted that his next failed or missed test will result in a 10-game suspension. And with you know another month and a half until training camp, I mean, we've got to talk about that possibility. Um, but so, Landon, I will toss this to you. What was your first thought when you heard that Irving was going to be suspended for the first month of the season? Well, I mean, obviously, it's it's terrible news. It's never great news to get a, a suspension of one of your uh, better defenders, and and uh, obviously, he had a very similar length suspension last year. So it's frustrating, and and it's kind of just another in a series of. Uh, uh, you know, frustrating uh, incidents with with David Irving, who is clearly a mercurial talent, but you know, just kind of can't keep his uh, his uh, body on the field. I guess is probably the best way to, yeah, to describe absolutely. it. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, part of me uh, is. Uh, you know, is upset for for David because I know that he's been dealing with a lot of terrible stuff. Uh, but obviously, you know, there's this was definitely not the best way to, to handle this situation. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I have mixed emotions about it. But obviously, as a, as the fan up front, my first thought is, uh, you know, I think that it's it's a tough loss uh, at a spot where the Cowboys felt like they were short already. Um, but I also think that uh, 
it's 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 not the end of the world. I, that that it's a lot. You know, I view a lot of these suspensions like injuries. So uh, you know, I think what this is is now we just got you know an early notice on this guy who's going to be missing a month. So uh, you know, if anything, it gives the Cowboys uh, uh, a little bit of. You know, warning to I guess deal with what what they have to do to try to figure out what's next uh, for the defensive tackle group while uh, they're waiting for him to return. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the impact that this is going to have on the roster because I mean the Cowboys really rely on David Irving to provide a lot of that interior pressure. Uh, we know that Malik Collins is nursing a foot injury. And we might not see him at all during training camp. So how big of a loss is this to the Cowboys' overall defense um, in those first four games of the season? Well, I I think that that Malik will be back uh, and playing hopefully by the by the first week one. Um, I, I I just you know I think he you know is likely to miss a good portion of uh, of. Uh, of training camp, but I, I think that you know he, he should be able to get in. Uh, hopefully, those last few weeks uh, get some you know gets his legs under him as quickly as possible, uh, and then give you some snaps. I'm thinking, hopefully, uh, at least you know week one, maybe not be ready to start, but I mean definitely you know give you some snaps in there, um, and then you know look we're, that's you know, the next part of the conversation. Obviously, has everything to do with. Uh, uh, you know what what happens next and what 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 who's stepping up next and i think you know we've got a, a list of of guys that are here that uh i think that they like um but i also think that um you know i also think that there there's there's opportunity for them to bring in some people if they if they feel like they need to uh if they feel like uh uh, that they have to go out to the outside source to you know make a trade or or to uh, uh, you know, poach somebody off of a, 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 a final cuts you know when that when they finally get there you know I, I think that the, I think it's not un, out of the question that they will be uh, you know kind of keeping an eye open on on the waiver wire to see what's out there uh, but at the same time I, I wonder you know I think it's really difficult for us to kind of anticipate what they're going to do because I think we don't really know how they feel about what they've got in-house already. Right. So let's go ahead and talk about some of those names that could potentially replace him. Uh, we kind of think Jihad Ward is going to be more of a one technique, correct? I think, I, I, I think that he, I definitely think he's going to get some looks there. I, I, I mean, I think at, I mean, at three tech, uh, you, oh, you think he's going to play uh, a little bit of three. Okay. Oh no, I, I, I no, let me be clear. No, I, I think he will be a one tech, but I think that now he, he's going to get some looks at three tech as well, just because of, uh, you know, <laughs> Lack of lack of bodies there at this yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I I I I think he becomes more of a one and three type uh, at least until we can get some more people back. Uh, so, uh, but I definitely think that um, uh, he is someone that will likely uh, be one of the names that they'll probably uh, float. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was taking first team three technique snaps. Um, when we when we get to training camp, you know, week one, um, I don't know if necessarily he'll be that the guy that is the one who's, you know, taking the the, the snaps or, or the one who's actually the actively the the replacement for David Irving while he's gone, uh, and, until uh, Collins gets back. But I think that he's definitely someone who's gonna uh, you know take some snaps there. Um, you know, and I think that there's a couple other guys you know a little bit down the roster that they'll look at. Uh, you know, I think. Lewis Neal is someone that uh, probably is going to get a lot of snaps. They like him there a lot. 
and so I think this gives them opportunity to kind of keep him along, keep him around for a little bit longer and, 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 and do some things. I'll uh, mention Dayton Jones. You can chime in there. I was going to say, yeah, Dayton Jones, Jones is another guy. Um, mm-hmm. Another undersized type of player, probably not going to play – um, you know, many first and second down reps as the three technique, but that's a guy that they played a lot at the end of the season. Wouldn't be surprised if he kind of throws his hat in the ring. Um, I'll even mention Coney Ely as, you know, maybe that third down three technique. Uh, we saw him do that before in Carolina. He did a little bit in New England. Um, with the Jets, he was more of an outside linebacker. It wouldn't surprise me at all if David Irving's suspension in the first four weeks of the season opens up a roster spot for Coney Ely, especially with the potential that Randy Gregory is coming back. They like Dorrance Armstrong. They have Charles Tapper on the roster. They have a ton of defensive ends. Maybe they try to bulk up Coney Ely and get him 10 to 15 snaps at defensive tackle. Would not be that surprising. So they have they have some names between Ely, Dayton Jones, and Lewis Neal who could probably take a few snaps there. They just don't really have that one guy that's a plug-and-play three technique on the roster. You would agree with that, correct? Yeah, but I, and I also think that that's not... You know, I think what what you worry about at three technique. I mean, at least what I think we worried about is is you know uh, you'd want to have a guy who can handle both jobs, but but can't do we have enough to handle either of the two jobs? Like as a pass rusher from three technique, uh, and as a run stuffer, and I and I think we have enough to you know handle the storm. I, I think that you know you've got some guys like you mentioned Ely. I think you could throw in Crawford there as guys who yeah. just you know. Could take snaps at three tech inside on, especially on passing downs. I think that they have enough guys that they like as interior pass rushers, guys who can kick inside. What about Taco? Uh, that they, is Taco. Yeah, potential? Taco. Absolutely. I mean, look, that's definitely. I mean, all these guys that are bigger body types, you know, can go inside and outside. I think, and, and, and this um, is the reason they covet those uh, long athletic defensive yeah. linemen, so they can they can put these guys into situations if injuries or suspensions arise. So. I don't think Taco's obviously going to get a ton of snaps, but could you see him there three or four snaps a game? I think that's a possibility. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I think that you know, if they have to go through you know three or four games of kind of rotating in defensive tackles as needed, then you know, I think where you get concerned is that you don't want teams to catch you in a situation where. You know, they've got your pass rushing defensive tackle on the field and they're just, you know, no huddling and run plays over and over and over again right. running at that guy. Those are concerns. Um, but I, I think that in the same way that, that uh, you know, that you can kind of mix and match uh, uh, skill sets, you can find ways to replace that uh, – uh, uh, you know that that loss of David Irving, obviously maybe not at the same skill level, but but I think uh, you can you can handle you can weather the storm until he gets back, and I, and I think that's the key thing to remember here is that you know, he'll he will be back. You know, like it's it's four games, uh, and then and then you know he'll we still have him for the rest of the season. So uh, and and by that time, also you know like uh, Collins also will be back. So you know the situation. Is tenuous uh, up front, but it, it is not necessarily a, a season-long problem, right? And I also want to mention, uh, you know, just looking at their schedule, they're not going to play teams uh, that have an inside rushing attack that's going to to dominate them. They play the Panthers, Giants, Seahawks, and Lions over the first four weeks of the season, and those are you know four of the most pass-happy teams in the league. So they might be able to get by with some undersized three techniques, you know, whether it is Dayton Jones or. Uh, Lewis Neal or Taco. What so? 
it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I want to go back and talk a little bit about David Irving. Um, I, I want to talk about his long-term future in Dallas. We all know that he's playing on the, the final year of his deal. Uh, the Cowboys gave him a second-round tender this offseason, and both you and I were uh, strongly believe that the second-round tender was enough, considering all of his off-the-field issues and his concussion problems, uh, and that proved to be the, rec- the, the correct decision. My question for you is this, Landon. Do you believe that this suspension actually helps the Cowboys' chances of re-signing David Irving next year? Because I believe it does. I, I just don't think there's going to be a market out there, no matter what he does in the final 12 games of the season, for a guy who has been now suspended twice, who has dealt with multiple injuries and teams know that he's going to need wrist surgery at some point. I I think this is maybe another situation where Irving comes back on a one-year deal, shows that he's healthy, shows that he's kind of gotten over some of these off the field issues um, and tries to put up a monster year in 2019. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah. I mean, I think it's certainly possible that he has, that all of this leads to uh, a very kind of similar year that he had last year, you know, where he has to come in and, and because he's put himself behind the eight ball of negotiating wise um, for his, you know, for a free agent contract. And I think that, uh, you know, he comes in and, and, and likely, uh, you know, will could, Coming in and have a good season like he had last year, uh, despite the the early missing, and then you know get to the end of the year and suddenly you know the 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 contracts may not be as uh, you know as prevalent as he had hoped before all this other stuff had happened. Um, right. So I think I think that there's the, an opportunity for maybe another one year deal or uh, a prove it deal or you know i don't know like the difference being obviously that uh now he's not necessarily uh uh he's not necessarily going to get you know he doesn't have the restricted tender anymore so so there isn't the actual you know mechanism for the Cowboys to hold on to his contract uh, like that, that they're in place that there was this, you know, previous season. Um, But like you, like you mentioned, I think that that could be uh, kind of put in place uh, indirectly by, by his actions off the field. And, and, you know, the, the the way his stock is going to obviously take a pretty serious hit after being suspended two seasons in a row uh, and being part of the drug program. And obviously on top of that, with the, uh, well-known off-field situations. The interesting thing is that I honestly, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, at the end of the day, if David found a way to turn all this around, you know, like, because I, I don't think that, like, I think a lot of what's going on is our problems that seem to be kind of on their, like, being on their way to being fixed, hopefully like on their way to like, yes. Yeah. They're being dealt with, you know? So like, I I think that there's an opportunity that, you know, people really are missing a chance chance with a player who could be kind of starting to turn things around a little bit. But I I think that the timing of the way this has all worked out is really, really uh, poor for, uh, for David Irving. And and I think that uh, there is like you've mentioned at the beginning of all this, an opportunity for the Cowboys to get a player again on a really cheap deal who on the field 
will likely outperform once he's on the field any any deal that he's going to sign next year. Right. Um, and for David Irving's sake, I, I hope he's through some of those issues. Again, he's 24 years old, going through a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm not sure how much people are aware of, the, of what he's going through. So try to be patient. We know it's it's easy to call him a knucklehead or whatever you want to call him. But just try to be understanding of what he's going through right now. But uh, it hurts for the Cowboys for the first four games of the season. I I think they'll be able to overcome it in some sense. They've got players on the roster. If they get to training camp and they don't think they have the horses on the defensive tackle spot, and we've talked about it before, they have assets on this tr- team that they could trade to try to move to get a guy. Um, I think we talked about Jordan Lewis. I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Fleming, their you know backup right tackle, was the guy that they moved for a defensive tackle. It's going to be interesting to see how it all works out. But that's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBTB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.